0: Hi, everyone. It's Marilyn Aloria, and I'm here with Anna Swee, who's actually a really good friend of mine and somebody I completely adore and love. Um, She is amazing. So I'm going to tell you a bit about her, and um, we're going to have a really great conversation. And what I love about Anna is she is um, very practical. She's very spiritual. She's really funny. She's friggin' funny. I want to do something with her on one day. I'll, I'll free the space Well, free the space and do it but um she's super funny she's super intuitive very smart very smart businesswoman really incredible coach um and she's just somebody that i really have a lot of respect for so she's gonna we're gonna be talking about intuitive sales and marketing which i think is really needed in the market space today it's really getting on my nerves how people are um pushing marketing material or pushing their product And it doesn't have an authentic feel or it's not they're not even using their intuition They're just copying other people and not doing what's best for them. And she's really a great expert of this. And we're talking about a course that she did a membership called Secrets of Spiritual Selling. And if you're interested in membership, you can go to MarilynAloria.com forward slash trial and try it out for a dollar for 30 days. Or you can go to MembershipForYourSoul.com forward slash trial and try it out for 30 days for a dollar. And I'm going to read you a little bit about her and then I'm going to let you let her talk. And we're also going to find out how you can reach her and what she's up to, because I'm a big, big believer in Anna Sui and anything that anybody, my people go to work with her, they friggin' love her. So Anna is a genius coach. freaking love that. <laughs> International writer, speaker, and serial entrepreneur. She specializes in helping people identify their innate genius in order to build a truly unique and fulfilling life and career. Her best-selling book, Shadow Magic, go get it, Shadow Magic. Turn your fear into fuel and create a prosperous coaching business shows readers how to overcome their personal self-sabotage and recreate their life from their executive leadership. Hello, Anna. Hello, Marilyn and family. Thanks for having me today. How exciting. Yes, I'm super excited that you were here. Um, so you know, I I know let's. I want to talk about this genius thing first, because even though there's like other things I want to talk about, you and I have been having this conversation about tapping into people's genius. And I'd love to know why you feel this is super important right now to tap into people's genius and what it means to you. I just want to hear your take on it all.
1: Yeah, I thank you for that question, because what I mean by genius is really specific. And I know your people will get it and your people will love it because, you know, who we are. So right now, the term genius, a lot of it has to do with IQ, right? It's like, if you score a certain IQ, then you're labeled as a genius. Why are we this like big, creative, dynamic, infinite system of wisdom, just kind of like honed into IQ, right? In terms of genius, we have so much more of us that is our actual genius. And so when I mean genius, I mean the energetic personality of your soul. There's an actual space where you feel like you're in your genius, right? I know we have some members on and like, I know they're genius, right? Dashka has a specific genius when she is just bringing in energy, bringing in, uh, Wisdom and healing, and she's able to channel that and bring it to other people. So, we all have a unique genius that's part of our energetic signature, the personality of our soul, if you will. And it's the easiest thing to access, except we have all of these shadows and stories and narratives that say, oh, it's not worth anything. You know, me being a genius caregiver or nurturer, anyone can do that. That's not worth anything. No, actually, that is like, your thing. And that's the thing that if you want, could be your signature program. It can be the reason why people approach you, right? It can be the reason why you get praised and promoted in your career. It's actually also the key to your happiness and living a life that's unique to you and that's meant for you.
0: I love that. I love that. So you talked about energetic personality of the soul was just so beautiful putting in that. So are people working with you now in order to get in touch with their genius? How are they doing that?
1: Yeah. So like a lot of people, we've, you know, we've built our businesses, we built our careers based on what we thought was the best option for us or what we thought we wanted to do. And there's a certain point, right? And you and I have had kind of talked about this uh, for mm-hmm. fun, where we're just like, we feel like we've outgrown our businesses or our careers. And it's like, it's not purposeful. It's not fulfilling. It's not even really exciting or interesting anymore. And then for me, like when I look back, I was like, oh, it was just like really interesting because I was doing something new, but it wasn't really me expressing who I am, right? And showing up in the world the way that I naturally show up when I'm in my genius. And so I think a lot of people come to me when they're at that space where they're like, I've spent 10, 20 years doing this and now I don't know who I am. Because the truth is we don't actually invest a lot of our own energy unless people are in your group and investing in your group because your group is absolutely about finding who you are intuitively, who you are as a soul, right? we don't spend a lot of time finding out who we are. And then we hit this point where we're like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what my values are. I don't know what makes me happy. I just feel like I'm everyone else. And that's very, very uh, not fulfilling.
0: And that changes too over time. Don't you feel Anna? Because we, we start out, like when I started out my business, it was like, wow, this is so cool. This is my soul. And then like you said, and I'm so glad you're talking about this because people are afraid to shift their careers if they're doing well but if you're not feeling it you've got to shift your business so yeah. that iteration shifts over time right we change and we yes. have to have that conversation with ourselves go ahead yeah please. and
1: i want to present that really great point that you made which is like i'm scared to shift my career my business there is a huge opportunity cost to you not doing that. So Mm -hmm. I know that you feel like there's so much more abundance available for me and so much more freedom available to me, but until you really make that, it's really an internal leap of faith uh, for yourself right? Until you make that leap, you're kind of just getting like a small percentage of what is available to you. And I know that if people open up, they can really sense like, oh my gosh, I know there's so many opportunities available to me and there's so much abundance, no matter what the economy is doing, what it doesn't matter, right? You're yeah. able to tap into infinite abundance. And if you take that leap, it opens that up for
0: you. So this is a great question, but before I move on, because I want people to know how to work with you, how would they find you? Is it on your website? because this is a really important topic right now that you're sharing.
1: Yes. uh, AnnaSweet.com and actually go to AnnaSweet.com forward slash book. You can download half the book for free. Um, And then if you enjoy it, you can purchase it. Uh, But yeah, I'm on my website. I'm also on Facebook. I'm trying not to be on social media so much, but if you just want to connect with me, you can just go to Anna at AnnaSweet.com. A-N-N-A-T-S-U-I.com.
0: Great. And it'll be in the show notes too, guys, for the people who are listening on the podcast. And I'll also put it on the Facebook page. So you said something really important that I want to touch on. And we're not even talking about the topic at hand, but this is something I feel that is super important. I think so. How do you deal with people who like you're going to shift your business? You're going to pivot p- your business. So, how you are making money probably is already shifting because your energy is shifting. How do you get people to sit in a safe space of, okay, it's all right? I'm gonna shift, um, but money's gonna not come in as much as it came before because I'm shifting. How do you get people comfortable with that process?
1: Okay, so we are literally in the human video game and we can really dictate the rules and how we wanna experience things. And so some people, I know when I was kind of, you know, maybe like over a decade or two ago, there was this like, yeah, you go do your startups and then you eat ramen noodles and you starve. And that was kind of like a badge of honor. It's like you kind of had to suffer for that. And then when I got older, I was like, wow, that was total bullshit. Like that didn't need to happen at all. Right. Because a lot of times people who um, actually still maybe they keep their jobs or they keep whatever's making them uh, a stable income. They can have more courage and more ability to just test things, right? Some people do need to just like cut ties and quit everything and that gives them so much of their energy back. So know yourself, know what type of safety you need to truly be creative. So I really want you to think of your business almost like a creative venture. Like what safety, what you know, what uh, environment do you need to start creating your painting or to start creating your photography or to start creating um, your, your channel, right? think about what you need almost like an artist, because your business truly is an extension of your inner creativity, because our soul is just pure creativity. And also, when we think about abundance and all of that stuff, that is just pure creative energy. And so if you just know yourself, know the environment, and sometimes I think about, okay, if I'm an artist, what what environment would really help me to feed my art? And I look at my schedule, I look at um, how I need to um, not be scheduled, because I like to be more free. Mm -hmm. So I suggest Mm -hmm. people to really think about their business as a creative venture. And then what does their soul need to feel like it can be the most creative? If that makes sense.
0: It completely makes sense. I love that. Now I am noticing the board for people who are on the podcast, the board behind you has Chinese symbols, right?
1: Yes. It's actually, this is my, I'm in my parents' house. This is my old room. And my mom has taken Ah. that over and she's written all these, like,
0: um, you can do it
1: (laughs) kind of things on it.
0: Oh, that's great. I love it. I love it. It's so beautiful. Okay. Well, so let's talk a little bit about the course that you taught in Membership for Your Soul. And I feel like we're going to bridge these two together. So you um, taught a class called Secrets of Spiritual Selling. Tell me a little bit about, let's talk a little bit about using intuition because everything you're talking about, even with your genius, let's start here, Anna. I do this all the time and forgive me. I just went off. Everything that you're speaking about, Are you using your intuitive intuition to get to the answers, to make the decisions and take action?
1: Yeah, because if you're not, guess what? You're using your shadow and that's what most people are coming from. So if you are not occupying that space of CEO from your executive self, right, that means you're operating from your shadow. You're operating from The fears and the doubts, and I'm not sure people are going to buy, or I need to look this way or say these things in order for people to buy. And so that energetic space that we come from is really important. And what I found, and this is all, you know, this is stuff that when people read the book, that's the number one response they came to me with, which is like, Anna, I do not believe how much my shadow is running my marketing, is running my sales, right? Is running my finances, is running my visibility, everything. And if we uh, look at all the different areas of us running our business, especially sales, I think we would be pretty, it would be pretty good to say that our shadow is doing the majority of the selling non-selling, right? It's that energy of will people buy, but here's the thing, like when we're in our genius, we're, our genius again, is just us being ourselves. And so yeah. like, if we're just confidently who we are, it's kind of like we're more on vacation, right? We're just like, I'm just confidently existing and exploring and I'm not questioning, you know, that do I deserve to be here? But a lot of us question, do I deserve to be in this space? Do I deserve to have clients pay me this amount and then this amount, right? And so if we're not really in our intuition, really in who we are and how we work and show up in the world and uh, the way that's like the most natural and aligned for us, our shadow is making us be someone else. And uh, I know I'm guilty of this, which is like, I'll just hire a bunch of coaches to tell me this is how I should sell. And then- Mm. Yeah, they work just from sheer momentum and like pushing. But afterwards, I never felt good. And so it took me a while to trust myself enough, right? To be like, okay, I'm going to do it my way, which feels kind of scary because it's really different than how I was taught, right? But actually, when I was doing what I was taught by my coaches, I was actually coming from my shadow versus my own intuition, which is so crazy.
0: No. And I love that. So I want to ask, so the climate in marketing and online sales and online you know, launches, like I, I refuse to launch anymore. Like I'm doing it my way. So for the market now, how do you feel, how do you feel coming from your intuition in the market today is going to serve people I think you've already answered this, but let's talk a little bit about how the market is going today, how things are shifting and changing. And I, what I see, Anna, and I like to use you, you're the expert, not me in this area. So I want to ask you about this. What I see is the people that are selling from true intuition, not a put on face intuition. I'm woo woo and all that, but a true intuition. Those people are killing it in this space. They're doing Mm -hmm. amazing because they're selling from their genius. Just talk a little bit about that. And there really wasn't a question in there, but. There is. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. Yes. We need to do a whole separate talk where we predict what's going on. But what I have noticed with all of my friends who are coaches, intuitive coaches, right? Educators that sell online programs, the algorithms aren't working as well anymore. The ads are more expensive. The conversion is much less. And so like, there really is this concept now of like, how do we make this work in a way that's just not me paying Facebook tons of money, right? Like Mm -hmm. tens of thousands of dollars. And I really think um, one thing that has worked really well that I think is really evolving is this kind of like coming back to grassroots uh, affiliate marketing, if you will, but really it's just partnerships. And really it's just, Mm -hmm. if you think about it, it's like, oh, my friend has a bakery, you know, they make the best bread. You need to try it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, it's like this, like uh, it's almost like this mini movement. And it's the same with us uh, helping people in our communities and also our friends, because we found that like uh, we just have audiences that really need each other's services. And it's been almost accidental sometimes where my program's finished and they're like, OK, I want more. And I'm like, well, I ain't got no more. Oh, but you can go to Maryland's program or I have this other friend who does this and I really trust them. And then people need it. They love it. And so why not, you know, think about that in a more strategic way, if you will, where it's like, let me think about my clients and what would really help them. And then let me have a conversation with those service providers to see like, how can we help each other and then make that part of our marketing, right? Because we're always generating um, content, we're always generating traffic, and it's really super affordable and, and great for people to help each other in that way.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I've always been a big believer in sending people to other people who are, that's why we have membership and we have teachers like you in there that are experts, because I'm not an expert in every field. There is no way that I would teach what everybody else can teach. And also you get your style and life experience brought to the table. So it's, it's so good for people to have that experience.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely.
0: Go ahead. Were you going to say something?
1: I just wanted to commend you for that because there's a lot of people out there who will basically say, I am the expert at everything, right? And and it's kind of like, uh, it feels a little out of integrity, but I just give you a lot of credit for that because you just open up your people to like all of these other experts and same here. Like I love getting to know your people because they're so unique. They're so special.
0: Yeah. And and I've I've had people come from you too, which have been great. And the thing that I like about doing it that way, I will only do it with people that I kind of know or have a relationship with or come from a trusted relationship. So, because I never realized how much, and I'm sure you have this, Anna, where people who are on my list, if I recommend someone, they're really listening. And I didn't realize how much they were. Like, I thought, oh, I could email for blah, blah, blah. I don't know them that well. And which I never really did because I really like to vet people to some degree. Um, so it's really, we, they really do trust what we have to say and we have to really care about that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll only, uh, I'll only afford, uh, people
1: to people that I know have some sort of relationship with their students, with their clients like you, right. Cause sometimes yeah. people coaches or, you know, experts or whatever they have, like, I don't want to talk to anyone. I have these other coaches for that. Right. And I understand that, but there's like still the sense of like, I want to connect with my community, you know, which is really important for you. I know too. So.
0: Yeah. So something you brought up too, it is, and you were talking about coaches and I loved how you described it. How, so somebody who's maybe just starting out, they do need a little bit of coaching, a little bit of marketing coaching. How can their intuition help them choose the right coach? And what kind of shadows should they be aware of to choose the wrong coach? This is such a great question. And I wish I had this for myself
1: before I (laughs) spent all that money, but a lot of times we'll hire a coach based on, I want that lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. I want, ooh, that coach. Uh, I know a a previous coach I was working uh, with now, she's like on private jets and she's like, you know, showing like her in private jets with her mastermind clients and stuff. And like the old me would have been like, oh, I want that freedom to be in a private jet. And I mean, I I think a lot of people do, but if I really look at it, I don't really care about the private jets, it's an ego desire. Mm -hmm. So when we look at like the true intention of why you hired this person, If we think that it's because they are gonna save us and then my ego wants that lifestyle, you're kind of already doomed because I guarantee that person is really good at selling you that lifestyle and maybe they really live it, right? Which I hope they do, but is it right for you? So that's a question that uh, is really important for you to ask is you need to look at your coach uh, or the person that you wanna hire, look at their energy in the world, look at if they're being authentic, also look at not just the lifestyle that they have, but how much they work, and if coaches are really honest, right? Then you'll be able to see, oh, do I want to take on that workload and hire an entire mm-hmm. team and marketing team and social media team and to do all these things? Because they make it seem so easy. Like, oh yeah, you can just make a million bucks by you know having a few sales calls and stuff like that or putting some money into Facebook ads. So it's really looking at the truth of who they are and how they live their lives beyond just like the fancy stuff, right? And then like, hmm, is that how I want to be and how I want to live my life? That's really important. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. And I also think, because I know what you're talking about, and I feel like I really learned this this year where I stepped back and I said, because I also would hire coaches based on peers doing really well with that coach. Yeah. And and I'd love to know what that shadow is. It might be comparison energy. I don't know what it is. And then when I get in front of that coach, they don't, they don't have the same um, passion for my business because it's different. It's not the same kind of energy. It wasn't a good fit. But I did it because so-and-so who started out with me and is doing amazing, then I have to have that coach. And it really was not a good decision. Yeah, like I yeah think because all the, Go ahead. No, because your peers could be so different energetically
1: than you. In every mm-hmm. program, there's always going to be people who just like are machines and they do really well. And, and And to be honest, sometimes it's not even about the coach. It's just like this person has this kind yeah. of way of being that like kind of anyone could be their coach and they're just naturally structured to like make money in sales in that way. And so I used to compare myself. And I don't know if you're talking about like si- similar people who are your peers, but I used to compare myself to people who are like basically money-making machines. And yeah. then, but if you look at my energy, I do make money, but I am not a money-making machine and I can't do that type of thing. So like, yeah, look at definitely look at the energetic type, the personality type of the people that you compare yourself to. I think that's a great point.
0: Yeah. So your book can help us understand like where we're operating from the shadow side that is really going against us. Is that correct?
1: Yes. It's a, It's okay. just two, are you operating from your shadow, right? Or are you operating from your executive self? So it's like fear or your higher self. That's it.
0: Oh, I love that. That is great. And so let's talk about like what I've learned with sales right now for me personally, like I said, I stepped away from uh, launches And for those people who don't understand launches, you see a lot of them online. They're like, do this challenge and then watch this video series. And then, you know, and it's usually like hundreds or thousands of people going through it. And then you make the pitch and you sell to them. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'd like to hear what you think about this, Anna, because for me personally, I got tired and I didn't like it. And now I'm starting to do more organic outreach where I'm sending bomb bomb videos and really communicating with people, writing my own emails. I don't even hire copywriters anymore because I prefer to write my own stuff. How have you shifted yourself and your business using your genius? What have you noticed the biggest shift happening in the past two years for yourself? And what are you looking forward to doing? Oh, I threw do in a bunch of questions in there cause I do that all the time. I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. I'm actually like just lingering on your words and what you're saying that now you're writing your own emails and I love that. I only like send emails when I can write them and it feels good. And maybe it's like not the best way, but it's the only way I wanna do it, right? Because like, you know, I've hired people and it's like not the same. It's really about how you wanna run your business. And actually a really fun exercise is if, uh, for your members, if they weren't doing their business, like whatever they're doing now, like what would they do? Like what kind of business would they do? And my answer has always been, I would have a little cafe and I would make the best cappuccinos and it would be so cool and everyone would hang out there. And that's kind of how I run my business. It's not like a huge franchise. It's just, and for some people it is, which is great, right? Know that about yourself. If you yeah. would have 10 franchises, do the thing, right? But for me, it's like, I want one cafe <laughs> and it, it's just a really special, unique experience. And I don't really do launches unless I feel like, oh, this is a great time to like, let's say teach a class or something, right? I'm, the, the point is like, I have a level of trust in myself And I have a level of dialogue with the universe, which is like, I want eight people in my program. How should I do it? What would be fun for me? But that trust has to be there. That almost like belief in yourself has to be there. That I think is the most important step. And then the actions that you take are really secondary, really secondary. Whereas before I was doing all of the, like you said, the launches and all the actions, but that trust was really wobbly. So I was really depending on me burning, you know, like the wick, like really burning all of my energy to make that happen. But now it's like a total opposite feeling. It's like, how many people? Oh, okay. I want eight people or however many. All right. So let's, my intention is to have a really fun way to bring in eight people Mm -hmm. to my membership or to my program. And then you just kind of like have fun with life. And then you'll end up getting the people in the most random, random,
0: random, random, fun way. What was the moment where you recognized that you were lacking trust and what shifted you into trust? And you don't have to tell the story if you don't want to, but I agree with everything you're saying, it's about trusting yourself. And I would really love like you to help entrepreneurs that are starting out to have that trust in place now, not to go, I'm in business over 14 years. So I would love to teach that now. So maybe you can talk a bit about that so they can hone it for themselves. Great question. See the
1: thing is like I if I look back, I never had the trust.
0: I was like, okay, I trust my coach.
1: I trust my coach. So if they're saying this and it worked for them and you know, these other people, okay, then you know, but I had trust in something, right? It just wasn't in myself. <laughs> and then eventually when I was able to kind of figure, oh trusting myself is really the key. And it really came with um, the spiritual work I was doing. And it really came with me recognizing, oh, I have this void, right? If I'm not hiring someone, or if I don't have a system that I'm working with, like, I feel like there's a void here. Oh, that's something I should probably look at. And so it really shifted everything for me. So like developing that trust for yourself, it's, um, it's, it really is a true leap of faith, but if you actually, let's say you have a journal and you write down things that you were able to accomplish in your life that you've probably forgotten about or completely discredited, Mm -hmm. right? Even stuff like I raised a family or I took care of an elderly parent, or uh, I was able to run a few successful businesses, or I even just survived life, right? Like these things that take a lot of soul and grit and integrity and willpower and intelligence, right? And emotional capacity to do, we have that and if some people we just need to recognize that within ourselves like make a list and recognize that i had to do that and then for me it was just like this constant reminder and when i'm able to be quiet and connect with my soul there is no lack of trust i can actually see my brain is the one that's saying you can't do this you can't do this by yourself it's not you know even if you had a great launch it's not going to last and so like we have to find that inner space because this will always it's all shadow stuff here you know
0: Yeah, it's so true. I mean, think I was thinking about what you just said and um, thinking, I think for me, it was, I always thought people were better at things than me. Like I'm not good at sales or I'm not good at, um, you know, I'm not good at Facebook ads or whatever it was. I always felt like somebody else had a better expertise than me. And that's where I lacked trust in myself. And then it wasn't until I was sitting in like a mastermind of people that were really doing well. And they were all talking about how they were doing it. And I was like, I don't want to do any of this. I don't want to do it like you people. And these would be weekend long seminars. And I and my coach would always say to me at the end, what was your takeaway? And I said, My takeaway is that I'm only going to take one thing from this and do it. And that's it. And Perfect. so I love that you're sharing all that because I think it will save people a lot of time and space. And let me ask you this, Anna. What if, if people are in this point in their life right now and, and they're starting a business and I think it's important to invest in yourself and invest in your business. I, do we both agree on that? Absolutely. Okay. And it's what more would fun. be, what? Yeah. <laughs> Say that again. And it's more fun because you meet people yeah. who are cool people doing cool things in the world. That's very true. And it opens up your thing. What is a good investment in yourself to make that would help you like a domino effect to the other areas? Cause we do need to like writing copy right now, I'm enjoying it, but I took a class on copywriting and I enjoyed it. Go ahead, share. So the thing that the thing
1: that isn't like, oh, I, I better invest in this. Otherwise I'll never be successful. That's like shadow energy. That's fear energy. That's doubt energy. That's That thing is not gonna serve you, right? Even though it makes so much sense and your friend who did it loved it. If there's any energy around, like, I need to invest in this thing, or I'm going to miss out, or this thing is going to save me, or if I don't have this thing that it's going to be, do not invest in that thing. I remember that energy came up for me, and then I invested in this real estate seminar. Crazy, crazy. And you'll just start find yourself investing in a lot of things that sound really good, but it's not what you need, right? And it wasn't it
0: wasn't what you wanted, is what you're no, saying. It was horrible.
1: You Why would I? want? Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, I do not want to have like, you know, five different properties and be a property man. No, that's like the worst thing in the world. <laughs> but it sounded really good at the time. I was like, oh, I need to have yeah. this so I can have this passive, income, whatever, right? This was like years ago, but we still do this with like different courses, different mm-hmm. coaches, different things. So if there's any of that energy, don't do it or just wait a day, right? Before you do it, right? But if there's an entry of like, oh, I feel like this would really feed my soul. And I feel like, again, we're thinking of ourselves as creators, right? And having this like really clear intention to let me create something that brings value to the world that brings me clients and a great income. So really have that goal in mind, whatever that specific goal is for you. And I actually test things against that goal. Like, does the energy feel like it would feed this goal or does the energy feel like it would feed my head, right? And my sense of like, oh, I purchased the thing. And so
0: I just have another online class sitting, sitting in the ether. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, I love that you said that because that's how I think I'm doing it these days is I'm stepping back and going, does this feel like it's gonna move the needle forward? Is it, does it feel good to me? Is it what I really want to do? Yes. But now I want to shift gears because you're talking about a type of selling that you're going against because the selling is you need this thing. This thing is amazing. You you lack blah, 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 blah. This is going to change your life. So that's the selling you don't do, right? Because so, so you're talking, talk about intuitive sales and how you, I know you talked like about aligning with eight people and that's where you get in, but let's talk about how you have the conversations about how people can make a really good decision about purchasing your product. Like how do you now interweave this with sales? Oh my
1: gosh, that's, that's a great question. Cause it's so like meta, but also like, wait, so how do I buy? Then how do my people buy and what do I sell? Right? So, um, we are all, um, people buy from us this transformation, right? They buy from us, they really buy like our presence from us because something Mm. about Marilyn's presence and whatever she touches, whatever book, online program, that represents the type of transformation that I want in my life. And I think Mm. a really simple and powerful way to think of it is know that your presence brings a transformation that people are craving. So your job is simply to find out what that transformation is, right? Before they were like this, and then they they're craving you because they wanna transform into this type of person, right? Or have this in their life. And that's really all you talk about. It's the transformation that you bring people. And so, honestly, even if you were just telling stories about how you transformed your own life or how you helped your clients transform, there's so many little bits and pieces in there that people will find your potential clients will find that they're like, that's exactly what I need. And so I don't know if that answers your question, but it's, it's less about the fill in the blanks. Like, this is a thing that I, you know, like, this is a thing that you should say that you shouldn't say. And then your time runs out at this time and you should buy. It's really just honestly saying uh, with Uh, in a way that feels good to you so some people you know they can take the sales templates and do really well right sales templates are there for a reason you just fill in the blank my client is this they want this and i help them get this that's totally awesome for more intuitive and creative types i found that it's it feels kind of out of integrity with us like you said you're writing your own emails like there's just something about that that just feels really authentic. And so you need to find an authentic way to say it and an authentic way to express it. And don't fall off with the shadow that a lot of people have, which is they they undermine their presence, they undermine hmm. their abilities. Oh, I only do Reiki, but everyone does Reiki, right? But yeah. actually, if you go deep into the work that they do and, and why they care, right? And like who they help and why they want to help the people that they help, there's like something really unique and valuable there that they're just not sharing because they're like, oh, I, everyone does Reiki. I'm only going to charge, you know, like 50 bucks an hour, or whatever. It, there's a transformation of your presence, everything that you've studied, everything that you are that transformation is what I would love for you to talk about more. And then you know what? Even if you don't put on a sales page, you'll just be talking to someone about it, and they'll be like, "I, I want that." Because there've been so many times when people just talk about the thing that they're passionate about. I'm like, "I want that. I want whatever passion you have for that thing. I want it. I want that in my life." And that happens all the time.
0: I love that. I just wrote the product page. It's the first time I wrote a very long sales page for Next Level Living, and it's not. A typical product page. It's my story through it, and I love how you said it's they're buying the transformation and not to push off what you your capabilities are. So there was something you just said. It's about like for me, Anna. Everything you're saying is you know how the old sales style is to say this is what you're lacking and this is what and I have what you need. Oh, I know what it was. Your style is going to help them get the clients that are aligned with them. Yes. Instead, okay, talk about that now. Yeah, because like, yeah. Nothing's worse than getting a student in that's like not in alignment. Oh my goodness, it's horrible. (laughs) Yes, because it'll
1: take up your time uh, and you both of you feel bad. And then you're like, do I, do I even wanna do this anymore? <laughs> right, there's like yeah. a big thing that comes from that. Yeah, and people just know your energy. And so if you can just speak the way that you normally speak before someone trained you not to speak that way, there's just things about the story. Like, I love how you said your product page is a big, is like storytelling, right? About you and like your, how you came about this like amazing thing. And so I think a lot of times when we take on other people's voices, we become this, we're sending off this weird signal, but it's so important that we, I call it almost like, uh, I was joking to my clients a while ago, I call this the the gelato method. So like, I remember um, where I used to live uh, in Houston, there was this like really good gelateria and I would just talk about it nonstop, like nonstop to everybody. And the way that I talked about it and bragged about it got everyone to go in people who were even out of town would be like, what was that place? I'm going to Houston. I'm going to make a special stop at that gelateria that you said, right? <laughs> the way that you gush about things that you love is really close to the natural way that you talk when you're truly excited, right? And lit up mm-hmm. about something. But for some reason, we don't do that for ourselves, right? It's like, for some reason, it feels weird to do That's that. for, true. But why is that? That's all shadow really, when you get connected to the transformation that you offer people and how exciting that is, that's your natural way of selling and I've definitely sold filled programs where I didn't have a start date. I didn't even have a title. I didn't have mm-hmm. anything right? except guys, I'm putting a program together. do you want to come? and I got so I filled the program. no one uh, can you tell me when it starts so that I can you know put in my calendar? No one cared. They just signed up because there was just this Pure, true, pure energy of excitement. And we can't underestimate that. That is like the best authentic sales strategy. I don't know if that
0: answers your question, but it does. And I love that because I'm thinking of people out there in the world who I think are, you know, very few and far between are doing that really well. And I agree with everything you're saying that um, if and if you just imbue it with your energy, and it's not a like when I wrote this product page, I wrote it and I was like, I don't know how it's going to do, but it feels really good to me. And I spent yes. a lot of time on it and I don't know if it'll convert and I'm not worried about it because it's my truth and it's out there. And mm-hmm. I think that's what you're sharing. And I love how you said like the way that you describe the difference between shadow and higher self. And I would love for you, because I have another question for you, but I'd love for you to share that briefly again. So that people could really start applying that to their life today, because you put it in such simple terms that is going to let them to make really powerful choices for themselves and also talk to their clients from a very powerful place.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, It's a totally different energy. Um, So me, we were just kind of chatting before this call. I'm on vacation. I've been visiting people in New York, having fun, visiting some clients here, staying with the parents in Boston. And so my higher self is like, oh, Anna has this really fun trip and she's going to go here and see these people, whatever, my shadow is like, oh, well, your parents are going to drive you crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Can you afford this? Is this reasonable to do during COVID, right? All of these things are kind of reasonable, but they have this energy of stopping you or making you second guess or, you know, just like making me basically not have a good of a time as my higher self clearly is able to have. And I think when we're in our business, when, when I'll just talk about myself, when I'm in my business, my higher self is like, oh, I wanna do this workshop to share this work with people. And then my ego comes in or my shadow comes in. It's like, is that relevant? Does that even make sense for you? But I just feel this strong compulsion to teach this specific workshop about sharing abundance or whatever it is, right? And so when we're in this ego energy, it complicates things. It makes us overthink things. It makes us like kind of do weird things that take us off the path, but we think this is responsible. But higher self is always clear and always has a shortcut. And basically in the times when I've listened to my higher self, my intuition, I do the random thing. And that's the thing that leads to people being like, oh my gosh, you did this thing that was so cool, right? I need you to teach me how to do this thing. And it's like so funny because I never would have planned it, right? Or like so, some weird connection, and then someone finds me, and then I get, you know, a client who refers me to all these people. I never would have planned it, but higher self always knows a shortcut, and higher self is usually very clear. So if we can get into the space where we're not thinking and we're just kind of like connected to, you know, do I feel like doing this? You know, does this feel like it's something that's um, calling my energy right now? That's going to fill me up with energy. Or does it feel like something that I have to do because if I don't do it, I'm not gonna be successful or I see other people doing this. And so it's very different, it's a very different space. And I think when people can tune in to when they're in their, their shadows and their fears and their doubts, what that feels like. And then when they're just like in the present moment enjoying and things are simple, what that feels like. It's knowing those two distinct energies I think is so helpful because we're usually in the ego space and we usually make a lot of decisions from the ego space and this is usually where it's basically us throwing away our time and money <laughs> right
0: yeah. it's not good such a great way to explain it i really appreciate that so anna what is your genius that is such
1: a good question marilyn oh, i <laughs> kind of i don't have any so i do these genius sessions but i don't have anyone to do it for me so my best guess is so ironic it's like i don't know of my best guess of uh, my genius. So, um, you know, everyone's genius is kind of an energetic territory. It's like a unique sequence of things. And how I like to think of it, and maybe this is helpful for your listeners, is like uh, a moment when I'm living in my genius, right? And so for everyone, find a moment when you're, um, you know, you don't have any care in the world, you don't have to produce anything or make any money, and you're just doing something that's so natural, that's so interesting to you, what would you be doing? And uh, for me, and that answer, you might have a few different answers, right? But that moment that you're doing that thing, that's you in your energetic genius. It's you, it's like this complex combination of uh, intaking energy, you know, compounding, transforming energy and putting out in the world. For some people, it might be doing art. For some people, it might be uh, planning a trip, right? Uh, for me, it's really just actually just um, uh, being, it's so weird. For me, it's like uh, being still and watching Dolphin. It's so weird. But actually, when I, when I really go into that energy, it instantly calms me. It instantly uh, brings almost like a glow to my energy. And then if I were to describe in words that people can understand what that genius is, Uh, it's me being able to tap into a specific frequency of energy and then just like radiating that out to people. And so I've noticed that when I'm with my clients, there's a special, like a specific energy. I'm not really conscious of it, but it's like, oh, this is who they really are. And I see how they've strayed away from it. So I'm just trying to bring them back to whatever that energy is. So it's kind of difficult to explain, but like when I see it, I get it. I'm in that space. And uh, when I bring, when I have a... maybe some like uh, questions or there's something that's kind of difficult that I'm munching on. I just bring it into my genius space. Like with me, it's actually a beluga whale. It's actually not a dolphin. <laughs> it's like a white beluga whale. And we're just kind of like connecting. And then I bring the difficult thing, the difficult question, difficult decision into that space. And it becomes so much easier. Uh, so I know people who, you know, their genius energy is actually like on stage giving a talk. Right. Cause they're in this like, energy of just taking in information and sharing it with the world and they're confident and that's how they naturally feel. So they bring something silly or, you know, demanding like, oh, I have a financial decision to make, or how do I get uh, featured in this? Or how do I get this client? They bring it into that space. And what happens is they're on stage and they have this problem and that, but they're full of confidence. And like, oh, I'll just talk to them, right? I can just talk it through, or I'll just bring in some information and be able to resolve this issue. So like the genius space is a space where you can sit and like really just be in your pure energy and you see things in a different way. Uh, like when I'm you know, with the beluga whales and stuff, I see my my bills, my money stuff, my marketing stuff yeah. in a completely different way,
0: right? So I love the way you described it. And I love the fact that you also Really, the description was kind of like a um, just a ball of energy, and it, you yes. really can't put words to it. It's because an it's a feeling. Yes. Yeah. So I know you're coming to talk on next level living, and I know that I said that I do genius work too, but our genius work is different. Yeah. So okay. Tell me about yours. Like, well, no, I don't want to talk about it here. We'll okay. talk about it another time because this okay. is about you. But I would like you to do. I'm going to talk to you after. I'd like you to do the genius talk for next level living because it's different. So I feel like what you bring to the table, they will really benefit from wonderfully. Um, So
1: y'all
0: need to join Next Level Living. Would you say, yeah, that's the seed. Join Next Level Living. So I have a question for you, Anna. That's a fun question I'm going to start asking. But before I do that, I really want everybody to go check out Anna she it's a-n-n-a-t-s-u-i.com you can also email her at anna at anasui.com definitely go and check out her book it is on amazon and i just had it up so what's the title again anna sorry shadow magic know. no worries um oh here it you is go, to, here you go. yeah and if you go, go ahead to shadow magic forward ahead, slash book, you can see all the things and you can download half of it for free anasui.com forward slash book you can read some of that book, yeah, and get other right. Yeah, absolutely great. And um, is there anything? Be- I do have a question for you, mm-hmm. and then we're going to go off and do Q and A real quick with members. But we stop the Facebook feed, and this, and I'll decide what I want to do with the podcast if we do the Q and A part. Is there anything else you would like everybody to know? I've truly enjoyed this conversation, and I want to thank you so much because this is where my thoughts have been lately in my own business. And the way that you described it was, it's so much its so much easier than we make it. It's like we complicate things so much and you really, really put it into words and feeling. And really it was a very experiential feeling just this whole conversation with you was just very much like I was in your vortex. You're, that is genius of yours. I agree with you completely. You're able to pull people in and everything you said. Um, so I just wanna thank you for that. Is there anything else that you would like to say? Um. I definitely
1: think that everyone has their own unique way of selling. So don't look at other people and be like, oh, I need to do that. But actually think about the times when you've naturally sold stuff that is just full of integrity with yourself. Remember those times. And that is probably going to help you sell the thing that you want to sell, which is your own surfaces. Right. And so like, it's a really kind of simple exercise, but for me, it was so profound because it was like, oh, I don't do large, massive scale selling. It's like, individual conversations. It's doing random things that I want to teach, right? It's just, um, you know, like when I'm here in Boston, I had dinner with a few clients and we were just talking about stuff and then all this new business is coming in and it was so natural and so fun. So I really do want everyone to feel like selling can feel very natural and very fun versus something that you're like, I do not look forward to this right? So if you're feeling any fear or someone actually came to me yesterday to to ask for a session because they're like, I feel terror around having to market on social media. Yeah, Mm. it doesn't need to be terrorizing. It could be terrific. So just know how you naturally sell. And that is like the first step to you really building this uh, platform for selling in a way that's truly organic to you. And that's going to sell the most. And not only is it going to sell the most, but it's going to really open you up to this other world of abundance. Because honestly, you know, and Marilyn, you and I know this, like, yeah, we do make money from our businesses and clients and sales, but money comes from all areas of our life and so Mm -hmm. if we're just living more creatively aligned with who we really are then actually more money comes in randomly more money comes in randomly for me now than ever before when i was like i I can only make money if i get clients
0: you know yeah Yeah. i I totally agree with that um i love that you ended it with that so the lesson in membership which is in july um and this is evergreen on the podcast so it's always there it's in the portal um secrets of spiritual selling and it's with anna Swee and if you're interested in joining membership you can go to membership uh for your soul.com slash trial it'll be in the show notes or marilynaloria.com forward slash trial and you can try it out for a dollar and then we have it's just really great we have a lot of live components and progress pods and the community is um, really close and really great so go check that out okay here's my question and then we'll stop the facebook feed so i'm just starting this one all right so my podcast is who can it be now you're sitting here today at your parents house we're not going to say for all of time it's just today this moment there's someone at the door that you want to see it could be anyone in the world could be anybody dead alive could be a planet it doesn't matter who it is who is it anna oh my gosh it would actually be
1: my college roommate who i haven't heard from in a long time and we used to be you know the that one person that you would always laugh and always crack jokes the stupidest mm-hmm. things we would laugh so much but something happened and it's still a mystery to me what what happened. It really is. And like she disappeared off the face of this earth and I can't find her, but yeah, that would be, would be her. I hope she's okay. I think she's okay. I think she was angry at me for something. And then another friend came and was like, Hey, have you heard from this person? And I was like, no, not for 15 years, whatever it is. Like, and she's like, yeah, I haven't heard from her either, but I think she found her. I think she's laying low.
0: Okay. I like it. That's a good one. Very good one. Yay! Okay, we're going to stop the live stream. Thank you everyone who's listening. And uh, we're going to go to the Q&A. If anybody has any questions, just raise your hand or really have a few minutes or ask it or they may not. Um, Anna, that was great. I'm really excited. Are you moving more into the genius? If you have questions, guys, put it in the chat, put in the Q&A or just raise your hand. Nobody may have questions because we were so thorough. Are you moving more into the genius work?
1: Yes. And it might, I think the genius work uh, will lead to another piece of work. So um, I know, you know, like there's like a lot of genius work out there. So I'm even, so it's actually great for me because it challenges me to be even more specific. Like, what is this about? What's the reason for the genius work, right? Yes. It's how people really connect with themselves. What's the reason for that? It's really, I think uh, the work that I really want to work on is how to help people share abundance to other people in their life. Cause I feel like Every healer, every person who's a coach, every we're just so giving and all we want to do is like share abundance with people and sometimes i guess us into financial trouble because i go to farmers markets and i buy everything that i don't need it's like why do i need this trouble process organic balsamic vinaigrette for $50. it's so true you walk by
0: those booths and you're like oh but okay <laughs>
1: yeah i don't need this but oh it's a great story and i want to support i just did that today actually had <laughs> like a local toy store why do i need these anyway so like i want to work on that piece like how do how do we as powerful intuitives open up doors of abundance for people in our lives, because it's not just about us making money and then sharing it or whatever, right? It's like seeing people in our lives thrive. So that's like the thing, the work that's
0: really been pulling me right now. So I just want to do more of it and see where that goes. I know Sandra has a question, but I have a question that I'll ask after her. But before that, I would hate to see you give up the genius work. I know we've had this conversation because I use that word too, because I teach people how to just step into the genius. The way you've described it is not the same way. And it's, I know if you want to change the word, change it. But I think it's really, really powerful the way that you uh, described it. And I'm so curious what your genius means. And is we'll, your
1: we'll genius. talk separately,
0: or when, next time I do a call about it, I can invite you to it. I'll let you know. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Uh, Sandra, Sandra, Hello, ladies, I've been just grinning through this whole
2: thing. Um, I guess the I guess the main thing is 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 at what point do you truly understand that you're in your genius
1: Mm, good Uh, question i know so sandra let me ask you this question then if you basically had no pressure to do anything but you just got to choose oh i want to just spend a little bit of time doing this thing that's interesting to me like working on a project or resurrecting an old project what would it be for you what would be a thing that you would do just because it's interesting and fun for you Well,
2: it's the medicine wheel that I'm doing, actually, because of how it connects in with ancestors and just, it's indescribable. There's no description.
1: Okay. What part of that do you enjoy the most? Is it actually being in the wheel? Is it connected with the ancestors? Is it sharing the information? Is it, you know, there's so many parts of that. What's your favorite part?
2: Being in the energy of it.
1: Mm, Can you describe that?
2: When I am... How, how do I say this? I guess when I'm in the depths of journey with the people that I'm serving, because not only are they getting, but I'm receiving as well. And it's just, there's something about that energy and what's unfolding, the magic that's unfolding in there.
1: Ooh. So how does that feel for you when you're in that magical space?
2: Like I'm one. Oh, I'm in awe. I love that.
1: Yes. And so I know you're putting it into words, right? But you know, the feeling. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would actually argue that that's a big part of how you naturally are in the world. But sometimes we just kind of silo our genius. Like I can only experience it when I'm, you know, in my client zone or whatever. But I guarantee you, like you do that sometimes maybe unconsciously you're in that space, maybe if you're in deep conversation or something. And so that would be you in your genius.
2: Um, I totally agree with you because I, I, as I mentioned in the chat before you guys got going, I went for a walk and in the rain and crows were literally following me and I was cawing
1: with them and it, yeah, awesome. it, that's how I felt. I felt like I was in it. Yeah. So see, it can look like anything, but you're in it. You're when you're one. So that's you and your genius It's your natural <laughs> energy. It's really special and unique. And I can actually think for myself, oh my gosh, I want to feel like that. I want to feel, so that scenario that you described is like terrifying to me that I'm in the rain and crows are following me and calling. But that's because I'm not one, right? I was like, I, I would love to be like Sandra, just feeling one with the elements and nature. So do you see how magnetic that is? You yes. in that, yeah, that's it.
2: Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Sandra, I would yeah. like
0: to put this on the podcast. I hope that's okay with you because it's yes. a really good question, and Anna asked you really great questions that people can ask of themselves. For sure, thank you. Okay. Did you want to say something, sweetie? I cut you off. Uh, no, that that was absolutely magical because
2: I do. I feel now like I'm I'm in my genius. Yeah. At a, with with almost like. unconsciously like it's Mm -hmm. just like this little slip to the side or or forwards or just a little tweak and i'm right there in there
1: yes right and then so then my challenge for you sandra is you can bring in different scenarios in your life right and i'm just going to use the example of money because i feel like everyone has the money thing so it's like okay so let me be one Mm -hmm. like one with the universe one with source one with everything and then let me bring my teeny tiny money issue or whatever it is right or the thing that i'm trying to create in that space of oneness you get this different experience this different perspective
2: wow i actually can feel this on a whole new level like it's a whole new concept thank you Mm -hmm. yeah wow
0: okay yeah Yeah, thank you for that sandra what'd you say anna i was like i definitely want to hear about it one day (laughs) Yeah, because you know what I love about that is when you were were, um, talking, Anna, is the questions you were asking. So normally I'll share with, normally when I do genius, I'm having them focus in, I don't like the word purpose because I think it shifts and changes, but I have them focusing in on more of a career choice. You have them focusing in on a feeling that can be applied. It's a career choice also, but it feels like it can be applied to every area of your life. Mm Mm-hmm. So I like that because I feel like that. I think we need to talk about possibly collaborating because the conversation is so great. But even what you shared, I got, I, my genius is writing now. I know it, I feel it, I'm in it. And just before this call, I, can't, I was supposed to play tennis and I'm feeling a little tweaked and I'm pushing myself. And I said, contacted my masseuse and she said she could take me. And the girls that I was playing tennis with, they were super nice about it because it's tomorrow night and they're getting someone. That's my genius because my genius was taking care of me being in that peaceful, Mm. when I'm writing, I'm in that peaceful energy, like with how the way Sandra's, you know, the one, like the way you explained it with the whales. So I love how you teach it and bring people to it because if you do apply it to all areas of your life, it's like you said about the higher self, it's a simple decision. Because I was sitting there like, do I, for for 24 hours, I'm like, do I play tennis? Do I not play tennis? Do I play tennis? It's like crazy. Yeah. In that instance. What? I totally get that. Wait, so then when you took care of yourself, then what happened?
1: Was it just
0: Well, I had a to decision? jump on this call. It No, it was a good decision. It was a great decision. And also I got, you know, my book's coming out. So I told you, I have a bunch of interviews that came through and I'm like, I'm feeling, I don't do overwhelm. I refuse to do overwhelm in my life anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a really good decision, but of course there's the FOMO, like fear of missing out. This is going to be a really. this is my team and they're going to have a really good practice and but I'm like, no, I got to take care of myself. I got to go for that massage. I know when I get to that massage, I'm going to start crying because I need to slow down.
1: Yeah. I have a feeling you you healed a bit of karmic energy there.
0: Mm, tell you me. know,
1: like that constant, like that, that over-questioning, that kind of thing, whatever, but that pushing yourself and kind of putting your health or your well-being kind of secondary to, but I want to be with my team and, you know, all of those things, like that feels a little bit more kind of ego to me, like a little bit more attachment. But it's like that decision of, well, I got to take care of my body first. There was something that healed some karmic something, I feel like. So like, that's actually a lot. You did a lot.
0: (laughs) I like that. Thank you. And I agree with you because it's a little cycling of chasing the tail that I will do sometimes. Um, So I agree with that. So Dashka said, I love the concept of coming at different scenarios in our lives. Yeah, That's a huge moment, Anna, that you shared with all of us by shifting our motivation and intention from our genius. I love that, I'll read this again because I talked in between it, sorry. I love the concept of coming at different scenarios in our lives by shifting our motivation and intention from our genius. Yeah, so um, we're gonna end. Is there anything that, oh, I know I do have one more question for you. It's a personal question because you have some life shifts, really great life shifts happening in your life. And, what is your, cause you talked, I have to, sh- I have to bring this up, please forgive me. So I'm just going to butcher some stuff a little bit here. You but, talked about a coach, which I, I know what you're talking about with the private jet, all of that. It's great for that person. It wasn't in like putting the person down. It was just like, do I want that? Do I need that? I've had some of that experience too recently. And I've learned, no, that's not what I want. It's not for me. Like I want the property with the pot, with the, the river and stuff. So it doesn't make it wrong or right. And I'm very clear that I build, and I have a feeling you do too. I build my business, I build my lifestyle, and then a business that supports my lifestyle. Do you build your business that supports your lifestyle, and then where do you want your lifestyle to go in the next year or two, and how are you using your genius to move that along? Oh, that's such a great
1: question, Marilyn. And I was actually just thinking about that right before this call, so this is Good. perfect because you know, like uh, I, I definitely consider lifestyle first. Uh, and then the business, how does the business feed that and fuel that? Because I think all of us have spent times just totally burnt out uh, yeah. making money and doing the thing and you know, pursuing the things and then the next thing. And so I was like, what lifestyle do I want? And I have exactly the lifestyle and business that I want. However, like you said, cha- changes, right? Things change, my desires change, and now I need a lot more rest time and off time, but I don't wanna sacrifice any revenue or I wanna actually increase revenue and increase impact because all of these things that I've been doing for years, like it's, it's like ready and you know, juicy and ready for the world, right? And so um, instead of me making a list of all of the things that I need, can do and whatever, and you know all the evergreen things, I simply just sent in my genius and I'm like, what is the next step? but I'm very clear with my intentions and it's almost like manifesting, right? I'm really clear with, this is what I want to manifest. And actually I sit in the end result, which is me and my family. And we're in this beautiful home. That's actually different than the beautiful home that I have now. And this feeling of, I am here resting and relaxing with my family, but there's all this stuff happening behind the scenes that's really helping people and feeding my business. And Mm -hmm. so for me, it's a really specific energy. And I just sit in that every day when I remember, and I just trust that intuitively, I'm guided to, and I am, but random things, right? I'm guided to write down this blog post or I'm guided to share this email or I'm guided to to my clients just gave me their CDs, uh, their personal CDs so that I can listen to it. And I'm sure something will come from that, right? So I know my intention. I know the end results. I know the end vision. I know the feeling of that and I'm holding that. And then I just trust that the decisions that I make and I might, there's a point I'm feeling like really soon of setting up a, a, a specific structure Right, but I'm not there yet. But the old me would want to like research and do all the structures and yeah. research all the things. And I'm not there yet. I know that. So it's just like step by step, but truly, truly knowing that what I desire is already here. I think that's the difference. Mm-hmm. That's the energetic fuel. Is like, I know I'm gonna have this. Everything else right now is just the adventure to how am I gonna create it?
0: I love that. Is that energy of the family, the the end result? Is that energy similar to the energy of being with the whales?
1: Ooh, that's a great question. That is a great question. Let me see. Let me see. Okay. Uh, it feels similar in the sense that it's full because when we're in our genius, we're instantly tapped into abundance because there's no fear there, right? It's just your natural personality without the conditioning and all that stuff. So it's completely, it feels completely, the sim, it feels like very similar to the energy of source. It feels like, mm. I guess, very clean in that way. Yeah, so that's, that's where
0: I think the similarity is. But great question. I love this. Uh, I could have you asked me questions all day long? <laughs> yeah, well, this is a really great topic. It's a really great topic. And it's an, it's an important topic right now. I really feel like a lot of people are, uh, hey, look, I've done it too. And I'm, I'm working on not doing it, spinning our wheels, trying to create something when if we just slow down and, and have a dialogue with our souls, with ourselves, and like you said, trust, live in the truth, the end result of it already knowing it's happening. And then the thing, you you know, that's what I call synchronicity. You see the things coming in, the two clients giving you something and you listen to them. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's the thing I need to know and blah, blah, blah. So I love it. Yeah. Great. Anything else you'd like to share before we end?
1: Ooh, I really want people to embrace this concept that, when you decide what you want, like the lifestyle you want, right? And maybe it's like freedom to do this, or you have abundance to do this, or you have like a healthy body and relationships, whatever it is, it can be all that. You need to believe in it. And then really life then opens up this adventure for you to achieve it in a way that you personally will find really interesting, because we kind of forget that life is created for us. And the more that we expand our desires and our visions and ourselves, like a greater adventure happens. Because I think we get so stuck in this kind of like the checklist thing, which some people love checklists and I get that, right? But it's like, life is going to give you the best checklist adventure of your life then, right? Life is an adventure. Know the feeling, the, the energy, the visualization, whatever it is of where you want to go and just truly trust yourself. Like that is happening. And everything that I do, and it doesn't need to be the perfect thing, but everything that I do is a step towards me getting there. So it's always an internal place of trust and belief. That is what catalyzes action and everything in your world to show up so that you're like, oh, wow, So I look at the thing that I wanted last year and I have everything that I wanted that I said last year, but Mm. I totally forgot about it and I'm on to the new thing. Right. But if I actually think back and I look at the journey, I'm like, I have everything that I asked for, right. This like incredible new home, all this stuff. And it's like, whoa, but I'm just moving ahead. I haven't spent time like celebrating that or whatever life gives you
0: what you ask for. So just like be really confident that you're going to get it. I love that. Thank you so much, Anna. That was amazing. Thank um, you. Really, Thank really you. enjoyed this conversation. Thank you everyone. So to find out about Anna Sui, you can go to com. Uh, information in the show notes, definitely check out her book on Amazon, which is Shadow Magic, Turn Your Fear Into Fuel and Create a Prosperous Coaching Business, which I love. And I feel like whether you have a coaching business or not, I would purchase that book because there's everything she shared today is doable in so many other areas. She's truly magical. I love her. She always shows up consistently for me. I, I don't like people that are inconsistent in their moods and up and down, and one minute there, another. Anna, Anna is always Anna, always funny, always honest, and always like, I, I kind of delight our conversations because we we talk about things in a very refreshing way. So check out Anna sweet and if you're interested in uh, membership your soul go check out uh, come in for a trial we are doing progress pods now which is helping people to write down very itty bitty they don't even call them goals they're little things you meet together in an intimate group with a group leader and um, you pick a goal a little tiny tiny step and you do it and then you meet again the next week and members are loving it. One member was like, I was bucking this idea. I didn't wanna do it. And I'm like loving it, I did it. Not only did it feel great, I moved on to the next thing. So uh, we're really helping to people to create um, a lot of momentum in their life and the things that Anna is talking about, not just a checklist. All right, Anna, thank you, honey.
1: Wow, thank you for having me. And you guys, like we need this work in the world, right? Like join Marilyn's community because I know her. She's truly heart-centered and she truly has amazing gifts and she loves all of you. And we need
0: more of that in our lives as the world is kind of crazy right now. We totally know that, right? <laughs> yeah, and I feel the same way about Anna. Thank you, honey. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. All right.